Welcome to the Flash F1 Formula One podcast. My name is Mark Hamilton, and we've got a pretty cool show for you today. I think one of the things that we've talked a lot about over the last couple of weeks and months and years is the fact that under Liberty and Chase Carey, Formula One has finally begun to embrace social media. So whether that's Instagram, whether that's Facebook, whether that's Twitter. It's very, very cool. They're active and they've encouraged the teams and the drivers to be involved as well. And with some of the younger driver personalities, this has worked really, really well. One of the other things that we've seen over the last few months and years is a younger generation of drivers that has really triggered this explosion in this huge new base of young, energetic Formula One fans. And I think one of the things we've come to realize is that these fans consume the sport differently than their parents and maybe some of their older relatives. Whereas traditionally Formula One fans may have got their content from magazine shows on Sky or on ESPN North America, or maybe they were reading newspapers and magazines. The younger generation of fans is consuming Formula One very differently. For sure, they're watching the races, they're watching practice, they're watching qualifying, but they're also consuming news on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. But the other thing we've really begun to see over the last couple of years is that some of these fans have taken to YouTube and started producing some exceptionally rich, high quality content, delivering analysis and news and interviews and collaboration with other personalities that are developing similar content. And like I said before, and we've mentioned many times, Steph has a phenomenal YouTube channel all about Steph One. You've got to follow it. Her content's exceptional. One of the things that she's begun doing recently is collaborating with other personalities. And recently she sat down with Aldas, who's one of the kings of YouTube content. He delivers some exceptionally rich, some exceptionally vivid analysis. His content is exceptional. I highly recommend you follow both Steph and Aldas and join us today as Aldas and Steph sit down and talk about the current state of the Red Bull driver lineup and what the future holds for that team and their drivers. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Search for Flash F1 Official. everyone and welcome back to All About Steph One with me, Steph. Today we're going to be starting a brand new series on my channel called Stick or Twist, where I basically invite a guest along and we're going to put ourselves in the position of a certain team or a certain driver and ask ourselves should they stick in their current situation for the upcoming season in 2021 or should they twist and look elsewhere. Today for the inaugural episode I have brought on an incredible guest so everyone say hi to Aldas. Hi guys. <laughs> uh, no, thank you for having me on the uh, inaugural episode. I'm uh, looking forward to it. This has been, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting uh, experience leading up to this. But yeah, definitely a lot of obviously big moves happening recently. So I'm uh, glad to talk about this one because it's definitely been a hot topic in Formula One pretty much all of 2020. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yes, and so we are going to be talking about Red Bull um, and the Red Bull driver family at the minute. So that's going to be the very, very first episode that we're talking about. And the current lineup for Red Bull is Max Verstappen and Alexander Albon. Max Verstappen is contracted for quite a while, I think until the end of 2023 or 2024. 
Um, so Max Verstappen is contracted with this team for a while. And then we have Alexander Albon, who does not have a contract for next year yet. So that second seat at Red Bull is kind of a little bit up for debate. But let's start off with the lineup that we've got right now. So what do we think about the Max-Alex pairing? Do we think it's successful? And do we think it's something that Red Bull should uh, consider sticking with for next year? Well, I think the first thing to consider is the car that they're driving because, you know, underneath all of the struggles and the fact that it's not the best car on the grid it is a decent car you know red bull again they are a top team they haven't dropped you know off the cliff like ferrari have so yeah that's a that's a positive but it's a tricky car to drive but it was last year as well actually of course with pierre gassi and now alexander albin is also kind of struggling max is a phenomenal talent and he's been at that team for a while so he can kind of drive around the problem he's been part of the design process for a while so yeah the car is kind of a big issue at the moment but in terms of their drivers yeah, the Verstappen-Albin lineup, as it is right now with Max just banging it out, you know, getting podiums, you know, just for fun. Obviously, didn't have a good race last time out in Monza, but I'm sure he'll bounce back. Um, I don't think that that lineup at the moment is a championship-winning lineup because Alexander Albin, regardless of the car issues, is just not doing well enough. There seems to be, you know, things going wrong every single weekend, and we always seem to have an excuse, whether it's a bad strategy or like in Monza, you know, oh, it just wasn't their weekend. They didn't have a very good car there. There just always seems to be something going wrong for Alexander Albin, but the thing about Alex is that he is a good driver. It's the same story, you know, with Pierre Gasly. He also wasn't doing well enough in 2019. And, you know, we've seen his resurgence, of course, uh, winning the uh, Italian Grand Prix. So, yeah, doing pretty decent. And we know that Alex is a very good driver. There's no doubt about it. He's definitely good at overtaking. So he's got that kind of confidence. But he just needs that one weekend to kind of launch himself at Red Bull because he's still kind of on the back foot trying to just eke out any results that he can. So, yeah. If the you know if Alex stays at where he is right now, I do not see this lineup as winning championships in the future because you know of course Max is always going to be the guy you know the number one at Red Bull who can win championships, but he needs a solid number two guy, someone who can get podiums and maybe the odd win there and there. And Albon just is not doing well enough at the moment. So as he is right now, I don't really see this lineup as winning championships in the future. And if this continues, I wouldn't be surprised if Red Bull do change it by the end of the season. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Oh, shock horror. Um, yeah, I think that Alex is not performing well enough at the minute to be kept in that car. So I think if Red Bull hadn't had the fiasco with dropping Pierre last year, like they would be considering dropping Albon at the minute. And I I don't like that whole uh, environment in the team and of promotion, the, the culture of promotion and demotion. But I just don't think Alex is performing to a high enough standard to be alongside someone like Max Verstappen at the minute and to be in a top team like Red Bull and I really really want to defend Alex because I think he is like like you said he's a really great driver but I just I'm running out of excuses to give him and um, I do also think that his performance troubles have been like partly as a result of the partly the fault of the team as well giving him really really strange strategies and it's like they're almost testing his strategy um so that before they give it to max and seeing how it that works testing the tires on alex that's like how i see it and i don't think that red bull should be doing that because you need both of your drivers to be on the most optimal strategy um to be right up there fighting so i think a combination of both alex and the team uh they're not doing well enough for that second car so whoever ends up in it there needs to be a better relationship between them uh, regardless of who is sitting in that seat in 2021 um so yeah i think alex is doing a decent job not really the best not the worst he could be doing a lot worse yeah. um but yeah if we look elsewhere 
we've still got uh, another two drivers in the Red Bull family on the grid. So we have Pierre Gasly and Danny Kvyat. Let's start with Pierre because he's just come off the back of this incredible, incredible win in Monza. Are Red Bull going to be looking to snatch him back up? That's... (sighs) I mean, that's the big debate, isn't it? As soon as he got that win in Monza, and by the way, he's been doing great all throughout 2020. You know, it's not just like all of a sudden he's turned up in Italy. Yeah. He's been doing a fantastic job for Alpha Tauri, really in like the seventh or sixth best car. It's obviously really close in the midfield, but certainly I feel like the Alpha Tauri is behind the uh, the McLaren, the Racing Point, the Renault kind of little uh, triplet there. So Definitely. yeah, I mean, we don't know where the Ferrari is, but yeah, as far as the Alpha Tauri and Pierre Gasly, he's been doing great all you know all year. Should he return back to Red Bull? Well. I don't think so. I feel like Pierre Gasly... The thing the thing I worry about Pierre is that we know he's a great driver, just like, you know, Alex. But what happens if he returns to Red Bull and yet again, he can't quite handle the car? He said himself that the Alpha Tauri was just... It's just much easier to drive than the Red Bull ever was. And that's what he's most comfortable. So what happens if, you know, again, Alex doesn't do a good job, Pierre returns for 2021, and yet again, we see the same problem. Pierre being completely outclassed, you know, four, five, six tenths off the pace, not being, a, not being able to overtake in the midfield. And... Again, it's just his confidence will go down when it's just almost then we have a revolving story of should we just put Alex back in and then it just gets absolutely ridiculous because we're back to square one. And I feel like Pierre kind of similar to Carlos Sainz. I do think that he should move away from the Red Bull family. I feel like, you know, they've given him a great opportunity to come into F1. He's also given them obviously quite a bit as well. So I feel like it's just time for him to leave. But for him, you know, it's a very difficult decision. Where does he go? Because there's not really that many seats. So, yeah. I think I do not see Pierre Gasly. He's definitely good enough to be in that Red Bull, you know, off the back of 2020. But I just don't see a a coherent future with them two and a successful partnership with Max Verstappen because I feel like there will always be that little monkey on his back, you know, in terms of Pierre Gasly. Oh, you were once kicked out of this team and now you're back. So, yeah, as good as Pierre Gasly is and as great of a season as he has had, I don't see him back at Red Bull because at the same time, I feel like, you know, they want to give Alexander Albon as much opportunity as possible to get used to that car and get integrated so that he can actually fulfill his potential. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, again, I've always, you know, I've said that I think Pierre should move away from Red Bull, so I do not see him in that Red Bull uh, in the future alongside Max Verstappen. And to be honest, I don't think he really needs to either. I think he's got, you know, plenty of potential elsewhere. Interesting. I thought you were going to go that way because I know you were talking about the fact that you think the door has closed for uh, Pierre at Red Bull because they never seem to kind of go back on their decisions. But I'm going to slightly disagree with you there and say that I think it would be a great idea for the Red Bull family to try and bring back Pierre. Um, I think if they were to do some private tests outside of Formula One in like a less pressured environment, I think to gauge whether he would fit back well, fit well into that team again, I think that would be the best option for them just to kind of test it, see how well it's going to work together uh, before they make any decisions. Because yeah, you're absolutely right. If Pierre goes back to that team and doesn't perform well that's that's going to be the end of his career because where else is he going to go the Red Bull family has some juniors that it can definitely bring up into the Alpha Tauri and I just I don't see him going back there and then will another team really want him after he's struggled to be a top team so many times um so yeah I think it would definitely be difficult if it if he went back to Red Bull and it didn't work out but I think this is a kind of it's a it's a weird position that Red Bull are in I don't think they've ever got to the point where they would want to re-promote someone that they've demoted or that they've got rid of um but with the way Pierre is performing at the minute I think he would definitely be a great second driver to Max Verstappen and even be challenging him 
I don't know. I think he's performing really, really well. And Red Bull would be um, stupid not to consider him as an yeah. option and exhaust all possible um, scenarios. So, yeah, I definitely think that they should consider him, whether they actually go with him or not. Who knows? But, yeah, I definitely think he would be a really, really good option. I do actually really quickly want to say, obviously, because we've talked about the fact that, and I kind of mentioned it as well, like you said, the number one thing for Pierre is can he drive that car to his full potential? And yeah. that's the that's the number one thing. And that's why, you know, like you said, maybe they should do some private tests. But the problem with that is I don't think they can actually use the current 20 kind of 20 car. Maybe they can have some promotional events or maybe they can use some of their filming time or maybe they can, they can use the car from last year. But yeah, that's the number one thing for Pierre. It's not can he, you know, is he quick enough? Because we know he's quick enough and we know that he can do it. Yeah. Can he drive in that Red Bull? Can he adapt and can he get the maximum out of it that we know he can? So it's all about how he drives that car and how much he has learned uh, from where he was in 2019. But again, that's tricky how Red Bull... And also, how would you feel if you were Alex Albon, if the team was setting up private tests with a driver that's got kicked out in Alpha Tauri uh, for your seat? So yeah, they've got to really kind of tread it very carefully because they don't want to upset both their drivers. So yeah, it's, it's a really tricky situation from Red Bull's uh, perspective. And... Yeah, I, I do not. I'm not quite envious of them because they have a very difficult decision to make because they've got to make the right decision now. Because otherwise, if they just keep having this revolving door of drivers, they're never going to challenge Mercedes. Yeah, 100%. And you need two strong drivers to be at the front. At the end of the day, we all know that Bottas is the second at Mercedes, but at least he's always there to pick up um, points right behind Hamilton, bar this weekend where he didn't perform very well. Um, so yeah, that's exactly what Red Bull need. They need two really, really strong drivers who are constantly going to be pushing each other. Um, and that's what they need to win a Constructors. And they don't have that at the minute, which is exactly what you said. And it's so, so true. So I do think they need to definitely come up with a better solution to what's going on right now because they are they've literally stagnant they are stagnant they have plateaued and i don't know how they're gonna move forward um but moving on we will talk about the other alpha alpha tauri driver at the minute we will talk about danny kvia now he obviously had a stint in the red bull um in 2015 2016 so yeah and then he was demoted so every uh red bull junior on the grid at the minute has spent time in both the toro rosso slash alpha tauri or the red bull so they're both they're all very uh knowledgeable on the environments in both of them is it something that red bull would consider to bring danny kvyat back do we think that he is a viable option for them to look at I feel like, you know, Danny Kvyat, he ha I feel like he's had his time at Red Bull. He beat Daniel Ricciardo in 2015. That's someone not many people actually mentioned. And I did think at the time it was a little bit harsh dropping him in 2016. But hey, you know, Max Verstappen, I think he's proven himself since. So yeah, it turned out to be a good, a good decision. But as far as Dan Danny Kvyat, I, yeah, I feel like his time at a top team in Formula 1 is over. He hasn't done well enough this year against Pierre Gasly. I mean, Pierre is on like some something like 40-something points and uh, Danny, Kvyat, Danny Kvyat is on like single digits or something. So yeah, it's, uh, it's not going great for him. Uh, I feel like he's more of a placeholder until the next big Red Bull star, someone like Yuki Tsunoda maybe, who's doing really well in F2, uh, comes along. So yeah, uh, I like Danny Kvyat. You know, he seems like a decent guy, but I don't see him at a top team. I feel like, again, he's just... He's just kind of there to fill a seat. He's a solid midfield driver. There's no doubt about it. I don't think he deserves to be kicked out of F1. But yeah, I don't see him at Red Bull anytime soon. Then yeah, don't really have too much to say about Danny. Yeah, um, I don't think he's doing well enough to even be in the Alpha Tauri. I know you said he's a decent midfield driver. And I think he did a decent job in 2019. But 
I think this year Pierre is absolutely wiping the floor with yeah. him. Like obviously the Alpha Tauri is not the best car on the grid, uh, but <laughs> Pierre is getting so much more out of it and he's outperforming that car. Whereas I don't think Danny is performing to such an extent, and so I think that's also a reason why Red Bull would not consider putting him in that car at all because I just I don't think he has that fire in him anymore. He just doesn't seem as uh, motivated and as fiery as Pierre does. He kind of looks like he's had a fire lit up his arse um, because Pierre is literally performing so well. And I just, I don't see that from Danny Kvyat. So yeah, I don't think he's a viable option at all. And I don't, I do not think we're going to see him in that Red Bull. But we have other options as well. So we could look outside of the Red Bull family. And I know Red Bull don't really tend to do this and look outside of their own uh, junior driver program but it might actually be something to consider for the 2021 season so after the announcement that Sergio Perez is going to be departing Racing Point we now know that there's going to be a free agent in him Nico Hulkenberg is also a free agent at the minute they are both really consistent uh, strong midfield drivers that would be a great number two to Verstappen so do you think that either of them could possibly be joining Max Verstappen at Red Bull for 2021? Well, this is like the really kind of the, the really spicy kind of take, because I do think that genuinely one of them and I kind of side more towards with Sergio Perez, because, again, the big caveat with all of this is that if Albon is not doing well enough towards the end of the season, my first and, you know, main priority would be to keep Alexander Albon, you know, keep him at the team because he's a Red Bull junior as well. So it's just it's just natural to have him at the team alongside Max Verstappen. But if he continues to struggle and maybe even goes down a bit or just drops off because he's been overtaken in the championship by I think like Lance Stroll as well. So yeah, if he continues this kind of underachieving and barely scraping, then I do think Red Bull could look outside of the Red Bull family, which again is quite rare for them. They haven't done that since a long time, maybe like Mark Webber or something. So yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a long time since they've looked outside of their junior program. However, if they do, I feel like Sergio Perez and Nico Hulkenberg are absolutely amazing drivers to maybe not go to that team and win races and win championships and be the next big thing but alongside Max Verstappen two solid you know experienced drivers who have been there they've done that before I think they could be incredible options now in terms of Sergio versus versus Nico Hulkenberg I've always rated Sergio a little bit higher than Nico uh, well they of course they were teammates I think for three years and Sergio beat him uh, two out of the three also scored a few podiums and that's the really big difference when you need someone to you know when you need someone to come through with the clutch and maybe get that podium, maybe even get the odd win because Red Bull are definitely capable of that. Nico Hulkenberg has always had that little question mark of never having a podium. He's definitely been in yeah. the position, you know, many, many times. And sadly, he has just choked, you know. You know, I love Nico. I love you so much, man. Uh, but sadly, <laughs> he is, he just, he just misses that last like five or 10% that you need to go for that win or go for that podium. And that's why I'd kind of, I'd sign more with Sergio Perez. He's also, of course, uh, in Formula One right now. So he hasn't actually been out of the sport for for that long but both of them have so much experience and are so adaptable like we saw with Nico he just jumped in the racing point and was quick yep. straight away qualifying third so yeah both I think I think both will have a bit more confidence than you know Pierre Gassi and Alexander Albon who would really kind of try to impress the Red Bull bosses they'll just jump in and they'll adapt to the car a lot easier so certainly if Alexander Albon is not doing well enough I think Sergio Perez someone who's now obviously been kicked out of racing point slash Aston Martin he is looking for something to reinvigorate him and motivate him and how about a seat at Red Bull alongside Max Verstappen I mean if that does not motivate you then I don't know what does and 
as far as Formula One, what a spicy lineup that would be. You know, Sergio Perez, who does a bit of a fiery side with uh, some of his ex-teammates, uh, but also Max Verstappen has also not been a big fan of Esteban Ocon. So yeah, those two, you know, they could be a fantastic pairing, but in terms of quality, both really good drivers. So that's why I kind of side with Sergio Perez on this one. I think he would be a fantastic fit at Red Bull and especially for the short term until there is like an, another, you know, amazing star for Red Bull in two or three years. So even as a short-term option, I think Sergio Perez could be a great addition to the Red Bull team. Yeah, um, you make a lot of good points there. Um, I to know. Pick up on the, <laughs> to pick up on the Nico Hulkenberg one, I would definitely be reserved about putting him in a Red Bull just because he has had so many opportunities um, to go for podium positions and he has bottled it. So I don't know if he would cope very well with the high-pressured environment. He is very chill, and I suppose he's got nothing really to lose in this scenario because he doesn't have a drive at all. So if he were to be driving for Red Bull, he wouldn't have anything to lose, and maybe he'd we'd see a bit more... Um, spiciness to his driving maybe we'd see him fighting for those podium positions and not maybe he'd surprise us yeah maybe that's what he needs kind of that last little bit you know to go to red bull that's what he needs to get that podium so yeah sorry yeah, to interrupt that, you there. yeah 100 percent. no it's all right it's all right um yeah so i think yeah nico hulkenberg might potentially also have a fire lit up his ass once he gets to if he gets to red bull so i think he might be a good option but i do agree with you in saying that sergio perez would be a better option um i'm a very big believer that all drivers to improve they need um a really really strong teammate that's going to push them to their absolute limits and i think daniel ricardo did a really great job of pushing max to his limits when they were teammates and then we obviously know nico rosberg he was absolutely pushing lewis hamilton to become as great as he is now so i think max verstappen really needs someone really fiery and really passionate behind him and pushing him forward to become even better because i don't think that max verstappen has necessarily reached his peak yet and i do think that he needs someone in his team to push him even further to make him even better of a driver so i think sergio perez is the one of out of him and nico hulkenberg most likely to kind of push max to step into his absolute limits and i think that he is a consistent enough driver and a strong enough driver that he is going to be um there to pick up the points if max isn't he's going to be there to pick up lots of points for the constructors so i actually think that that would be a really really good pairing um so yeah we're in agreement again. <laughs> um, but okay, so we've talked about the um, those options, but we have a couple of, or maybe just one outside, outside option. So I know you're, I know you're gagging to talk about this. So just take it away. <laughs> I mean, it's something we've discussed, uh, you know, quite, you know, for a while yeah. now. Uh, but there is another free agent out there who has not signed a contract <laughs> for 2021. And his name is Lewis Hamilton. I mean, obviously this is not a realistic option because why would you ever want to leave a surefire championship winning car for 2021 and just throw it away? You know, I, I don't need that. I need to go to Red Bull who are still trying to even make a car that can, you know, consistently fight for a title and races uh, all year round. And I want to be against Max Verstappen. So I know this is unrealistic, but... Could you imagine? I'm just salivating, like thinking about it. Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton in the same car. You know, all of the questions that we've had, who's better, Lewis or Max? In my opinion, those two are in a league of their own at the moment. It's those two and then everyone else trying to even get anywhere close to the consistency, speed and mental capabilities of these two uh, drivers. And what an amazing pairing. Like, it, I mean, that is a pairing that is going to push each other to the limit. So, yeah, again, not, you know... 
not realistic, not likely, probably not even like probable because why would you want to do that? But amazing to even think about. So yeah, Max Verstappen versus Lewis Hamilton. And I mean, in Max's team, just imagine this scenario, would Lewis Hamilton even get anywhere close to Max? I mean, I'm sure he would, but who would come out on top in that first season at Max's team with Lewis getting used to it? Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen? So yeah, again, not likely, but it's amazing to think about it. Yeah, it is. I think that would be every fan's dream. I mean, we all want to see them two competing against each other in like the same machinery because it's the age old question that everyone's asking at the minute, like who's better, um, Max or Lewis? And if they were put in the same machinery, then we would definitely find out. So I would love to see that. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's probably uh, not going to happen, unfortunately. But we can always, we can speculate, we can hope, we can dream. Uh, we keep our fingers crossed while Lewis Hamilton does not have a contract. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we've talked about all of the options. I don't really think that from the Red Bull perspective, there's anyone else that they would even consider bringing in. So I'm going to ask you one final question. If you were Helmut Marko, if you were Christian Horner, if you were in Red Bull's position... Who are you picking? Are you going to stick with your lineup or are you going to twist? Well, again, it all depends on Alexander Albin. I've said time and time again, I've been crystal clear on this. I think they should give him to the end of the season, put no pressure about, oh, you know, Pierre might jump in in 2020. No, just give him towards the end of the season. And then there's two scenarios. If he does well enough and if he gets a podium as well, like that has got to, you know, give a massive boost to him. Then I do think that they should keep him for 2021, continue uh, his development within the team. However, if he doesn't finish within the top five or, even you know, the top five of the championship, then I do think that they should maybe put him back down to AlphaTauri against, you know, Pierre Gasly. I mean, Pierre Gasly, Alexander Albon in AlphaTauri for 21. What a lineup that would be. And they could kind of fight it out to be, you know, who actually deserves that uh, last promotion up to Red Bull yet again. And in that scenario, I would give it to Sergio Perez. So, you know, overall, I'd say I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to twist. I'm going to say Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen for 2021. That is the lineup where there's not going to be any questions about the drivers, you know, pushing each other. Trust me, Sergio Perez is going to push Max Verstappen. So, yeah, I think that's a fantastic lineup in terms of quality, in terms of what they can achieve. And also just a really great motivation for Sergio to almost kind of that hopefully might reinvigorate his career. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go for a surprise and I'm going to, yeah twist and go Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen at Red Bull for 2021 you heard it here first you heard it here first folks um yeah I'm gonna twist also um but I'm not gonna go with Sergio Perez I'm gonna go with Pierre Gasly so uh, I think that it would be a great idea to get him back in the car but only if Red Bull and Pierre are both confident that it's not gonna be a repeat of last time so I think Pierre himself has mental has said that he's mentally strong enough to go back to Red Bull and I think Red Bull are kicking themselves a little bit because at the end of the day the driver that they swapped him out for has no podiums and no wins when Pierre has a podium a second place from Brazil 2019 and now he has a race win so Red Bull are going to be kicking themselves and I definitely think that if it's going to work I think that that would be a really good lineup and definitely something for Red Bull to consider. So yeah, I'm staying twist, Max Verstappen and Pierre Gasly for 2021. I, I really hope Alex Albon is not watching this video because he's going to drop a dislike, no Alex. doubt. Oh no, okay. Please don't hate me, Alex. <laughs> Please don't hate me. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's all we've got for you. Um, thank you so much for coming on the very first episode yeah very first uh <laughs> it's definitely been uh, it's definitely been interesting uh so yeah no definitely enjoyed it and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, more episodes with uh, more people in the future thank you for no having worries. me on the channel oh thank you
thank you for coming on. Um, all of Aldas's links will be in the description below. I'm sure you're likely already subscribed, yeah, but please, if you're not, please subscribe. <laughs> yeah, go subscribe down to him. He does incredible stuff, and I've watched him for a long time. So this is my fangirling moment. The number one, the number one <laughs> fan right here. There you go. <laughs> you heard it no, here thank first. You. Um, but yeah, if you enjoyed this video, please leave it a like down below and let me know in the comments whether you would stick or you would twist and who you would have in that lineup for 2021. Thank you all so much for watching and I will see you next time.